best hosting church. Looking back on the things I've done, I want... And we're off! It is Thursday, July 27th, 2023 AD. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And I am live, right? I'm, it is uh, going? Yes, nice. Uh, we're going to talk about Sinead O'Connor. She died. I didn't know much about her. I couldn't. I don't even know what "Nothing Compares to You" sounds like. Some of you guys say that she sang Prince's a song written by Prince, but she died, and uh, she was a mess, terrible mess. She proves that Irish is not white. <laughs> she proves that Irish is not white. Uh, I'm playing around a little bit, a little. Pray for uh, Mitch McConnell, that rhino turtle. He looked a mess. I don't have the clip for you. Maybe you'll see it on American Anchor, baby. <laughs> that man shows uh, some disturbing imagery and clips, but good content still. And by the way, speaking of uh, Sinead O'Connor, they, uh, her son committed suicide. But you're not supposed to say committed suicide. Died by suicide. Psh. Fake news. Diction- that's a direction from, the di- from dictionary.com. The dictionary is fake news, and so is Webster. And they're colluding with the Trevor Project, Radical Homosexual Outlet. I hope to present to you a little feature on an Asian man out of Monterey Park, California. That's right that, down that way. Um, suburb of L.A., East L.A. Suburb of East L.A. Yeah, I should be in the folder. What the heck? Let me see. Oh, that's weird. That's odd. Crazy. Okay. Uh, ba-ba. Wow. Okay. No, I just... Somehow I dragged all those things into uh, the folder. Uh, Hassan, THR, 2307-27, Thursday. I guess I got to bring these things in here. Uh, so I'll also, uh, share with you, hopefully, some in and out Bible verses. Did you know in and out has Bible verses? Okay, hold on, give me a sec. Okay. Somehow I just dra- I threw all my stuff without it being in a central folder. <laughs> I might have put a Wednesday folder in it, too, <laughs> by accident. Yeah, I sure did. Let me pull that back out of there. Uh, all that and your calls, guys, if you would like to call in. But anyway, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. How you guys doing? 
I am fine. A part in that strange interlude over here at the beginning, I uh, was not as prepared as I thought I was. Um, I gave Hassan, I gave Hassan the, the uh, pictures and clips and things uh, through the network, and I, I did it in a, a very odd way, a very bad way. I am wearing a nice forest green, dark forest green Bible Thumper Thursday t-shirt. It is not available in any JLP or Bond or The Fallen State or Hake or Anchor Baby or Joel Friday TV related merch. It is just a Christian shirt. It says, be still and know that I am God. Purportedly from God in the Bible. In maybe the book of Isaiah. So it's a nice Bible verse. Why do the nations rage? Be still. Cease striving. And know that I am God. Why are they war? Stop striving. Nice. So, right on. It was a gift. And I like it. Okay. Uh, let me get to a call or two, guys, at the beginning here. Jeff is in Louisiana. You can call in. Uh, one 3773 Jeff, thanks for calling. What's up, man? Hey, hey, how you doing, Dave? Doing well. Thank you. Man, well, I, I don't, I don't want to say any bad words on the show, but I'll say one. That idiot from Buffalo is always called. It was his mama's basement, Jason. <laughs> the Dang, one that always calls and complaining about white people. Yeah, I was, I was watching TV not last night, night before. A dude called in Officer, Officer Taylor's show and does the same thing he does on your show. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Somebody told... Are you the one who told me that in the comment section the other day? No, nah, nah, man, I wasn't on there, but... Okay. But nah, he, called in, he called in the same stuff he always does in, and then Taylor's sitting up like you, you know, Taylor's sitting up like talking about like, yeah. well, what's he complaining about? That is funny. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just funny listening to him, man. It's the same stuff he says on y'all shows. You know, he calls him Jesse's show, he says it, and Jesse shuts him down, and he calls him your show and says it, and you shut him down. Right. And he, he waits at night and calls somebody else. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hilarious, man. These people just, you know. Uh, have you heard anything? Well, I know y'all, y'all, I don't want to go on your show or anything else, but. Have you watched any of that stuff on the new Jason Aldean song? I have not. You're talking about the Try That in a Small try Town? Try Small Town. I have not, I have not uh, kept up with that story at all, other than that um, they tried to call well, it man, racist because it was anti-Antifa uh, rioting. No, well, well, they tried to call him racist because it was because of the riots. Then they tried to call him racist because the where he the video at was in front of a... Uh, courthouse in uh, somewhere in Tennessee that a black guy got rinsed in 1927. Oh, like he's but, supposed but, to know that. Lord. But the funny thing is, that, well, they went out and said that he, he picked that specific place for that video because of that. But the funny thing is, is Hannah Montana made the movie in front of that same courthouse. Hannah Montana? Yeah, she made a movie in that, in that same courthouse. Oh, hmm. And they're trying to call him out racist. Is and she a racist like, too? 
Hannah Montana, now known as Miley Cyrus? Yeah. I guess she's racist, too, because, you know, it's just... It's trying to pull out everything, man. It's, but it's not... There's not... Yeah, I've watched a hundred. I've watched that video a hundred times because <laughs> I've watched. I've watched a lot of people reacting to it. And they're like, "There's nothing racist in it." Yeah, it doesn't mention skin color. It doesn't mention nothing. Matter of fact, there's a Chinese guy in it that's writing, and all the other pictures are white. And there's one black person in it. Uh huh. But they're, they're trying to call him racist, and yeah, you know, he did. He did. He did cost us a day. He said. He said, "Y'all can kiss my right." Boy. You know, he said, he said, this is this is just crazy. Yeah. But no, nah, man, I was going to call him and say, that dude's called in all, all his shirts, man. He just... That's pretty funny, man. Man, you all have a good one. All right, thank you, Jeff, in Louisiana. Pretty funny stuff. He, uh, if those of you who didn't understand, he was saying Jason from Buffalo, who's called into Hake a couple of times now. What an honor, huh? And who's called into JLP many times, and he just likes to argue. Well, now that JLP doesn't argue with him, doesn't, does not feed the devil in him, uh, he's going on to other shows, like a, a man who has been at the men's conference and who has been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Brandon Tatum, former officer Brandon Tatum, a black guy, former cop. That's pretty funny. A messy, messy liberal, because he is a liberal. Uh, black callers. Nice. Issa is in California. She wants to comment on our greatest president. Issa, thanks for calling and holding. How are you doing? Hey, James, can I say something? Because I got cut off in the Jesse Lee about Trump. Can I just say it, please? Okay, what do you want to say about Trump? Well, everybody was just saying that Trump uh, did not do what he's supposed to do. But you have to remember that President Trump can only do it if everybody are in sync. But since he is like outsider, not everybody in a GOP or Republican are in sync with him. So yeah. all the things that he wants to do, you know, he cannot do it. Just for example... If I come along, this is just an example. If I come in to a new job and everybody been there for how many years, and then if they see this little Asian old lady come along and then has a great position in job, they're going to drag you down because everybody was jealous. So anyway, I just want to point out that the Democrats are all in sync, whether it's good or bad times, they are all in sync in one. The yeah. GOP, the problem of the GOP or Republican is that they are not all together. Right. Like, for example, uh, Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, and MC Green or whatever, all of them are saying, okay, let's fix this problem. But the rest is like, oh, uh, we have to worry this and we have to be careful. But I only want to say something. If if everybody, it doesn't matter whether it's America or Asia or Europe, Europe, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what country. If everybody wants to do everything the right way, we can. Because this is United States, okay? If everybody wants to do everything the right way, 
it doesn't matter whether you are a senator or a congressman for Republican or Democrat or Independent. It doesn't matter. If you truly want to save America, you can. And if you want to do everything the right way, you can. Because you cannot say, okay, um, this is wrong, and then in front of the camera, they're going to uh, try to make you fool. Uh, I mean, they're going to try to make you look stupid that you don't understand English, you don't understand this. But then, but then they, they actually say in front of the camera something, and then when they are interviewed with with other uh, report or whatever, they're going to say something else. So the problem in America is not President Trump. President Trump only broke the reality, okay? So yeah. that's why I just want to say it. President Trump, everything that goes on all over the world, it doesn't matter what country, President Trump just pointed out, okay? And then all the actually stop just surface because it's about time. God said... You can only do so much, but when it's time to come out, whether you're Christian or not, it's going to come out. Like, for example, if you have a garbage and you stack all those stinky stuff in the garbage, even if you spray on it, one day it's just going to smell. So anyway, I just want to say, we can do this. <laughs> we can do this. If everybody wants to follow the laws, we can, without the politician, without everybody. If you want to do everything the right way, it has to start from us. It is not white people's problem. It's not black people's problem. It's not Asian problem. It is problem of each and individual. If you want to contribute in the United States, do something right. Come right. to America the right way. Do everything the right way. Because even if we have election, I mean, we have election coming in, and if you don't have the camera. You know one thing, let me tell you, in other countries, they have television. In the moment they count every ballot, they have television or camera actually working. So the whole world is watching. But in America, it seems like, oh, we cannot do this because we're going to offend. Who cares if you get offended? For example, me, right? Somebody told me, oh, uh, you are old lady, you don't have no business being in the social media. And I was like, hey, this is my life. I can do it because I am an American. If you are not happy with me, just get away. But I am here. So <laughs> I just love you, okay? I love you. So <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Isa. Appreciate you. I love you, James. Okay. So, so <laughs> if you have a guess again about speaking about Trump, tell them. President Trump is not Democrat, so... Do not give him a hard time because Democrat is all in sync. And right, and the Republicans are not. Because I Good love point. everybody, okay? Nice. Well, okay, love you. Okay, all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Isa in California. Pray for... <laughs> I guess you should pray for everybody, right? Or pray for all the saints. The Bible says something like that. Pray for all of the saints. The Christians... Is Mitch McConnell a Christian? Pray for the rhino turtle, Mitch McConnell. Let's look him up. Mitch McConnell. He's, uh, McConnell. What type of a last name is that? Is that English? Or is it Irish? Okay, uh, born in Sheffield, Alabama, I guess. Uh, grew up in Athens, Alabama, nearby. Blah, blah, blah. Scots-Irish. 
and English. Scots-Irish and English descent. Nice. But he's kind of a rhino. His upper leg was paralyzed in 1944 at the age of two uh, by a polio attack. He caught polio. Wow, and he got treatment at Roosevelt Warm Springs Institute for Rehabilitation. Because is that what happened to FDR, that evil communist wheelchair-bound president from the Depression, who uh, interned those Japanese, and he, he gave us Pearl Harbor on purpose? Just kidding, I disavow that. I don't know. Um, Mitch McConnell. Christian, where is he? Anything about Christian? Well, anyway. Uh, did you guys see that, though? I saw it on Twitter from Washington Compost, and I don't have it for you. Watching it was a little bit disturbing. Um, he froze up. He's like, I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And the people were just like, awkward. Uh, the, well, the, the dignified Republicans walked up to him. Do you want to say anything more? You, you okay there, buddy? Uh, and so he, he uh, shuffled off and then came back. And the media asked him, what happened there? I'm fine. He f- he's fallen a number of times. He, uh, he got, what did that, what's that thing called? A concussion from falling uh, recently. And he's 81 years old. He's been a rhino, a competent at his rhino-ness, though. Because he's been in Congress a long time. And so he knows how to play the game. It's too bad he doesn't have the right morals and values or a real spine or whatever it is that he's missing or many, maybe various things that he's missing. Oh, spoiler alert, found the tip. Uh, found, the, uh, found the link. It's uh, crazy. Let's see what he, what he said exactly. The quote. From X, which is Twitter, the tweet, We'd, we've had good bipartisan, which usually means evil, at least when the mainstream media says it. I don't know about Mitch McConnell. Probably the same thing. Cooperation in a string of... He's the rhino from Kentucky. Uh, I think I prefer Rand Paul to Mitch McConnell, even though I call Rand Paul a, a bit of a rhino himself. Not nearly as... Bad as Mitch McConnell, but yeah, it's kind of rough to see him like that. He froze up, and he, he didn't look frozen. He just looked frozen and dead-eyed, blank face. You know how old people look at you with a blank face? They don't care. I kind of like that about old people. Shout out to the old people. But I knew a man who had Parkinson's disease, and this didn't really remind me of Parkinson's because... Uh, he's been pretty functional, and then he just had that blank look in the middle of the conversation for like 30 seconds. Pardon me, I bumped the mic cover. The pop shield, is that what it's called? Uh, but it wouldn't be in the middle of talking. Like when he would speak up, everybody would pause and listen, because it would be uncommon for him to speak most of the time. Parkinson's. But yeah, maybe he... His mind was active, I think. The man whom I knew who had Parkinson's before he died. 
But yeah, maybe he has some type of dementia or a, somebody, people speculated mini stroke. Don't know what happened. He said, I'm fine. <laughs> Thousand yard stare. Hey, yeah, exactly. I do that a lot. Uh, so, just want to mention that. He's the Senate majority. Is he the Senate majority leader? I think so. Or is it minority now? He's probably a minority leader now, Senate minority, because the Republicans aren't running the show. Yeah, Senate minority leader. Terrible. Republicans are only good at losing the country and kicking out our best, like our greatest president, Congressman Steve King. So, Sinead O'Connor, is that her name? Is that how you say it? Sinead? I was like, Sinead O'Connor. That's how I used to read it as a kid. I used to think she was pretty. And she used to be pretty. Now she's dead. Rest in peace. She didn't live in peace, seemingly. She had no peace. That's, that's the impression that I got. I don't even know if I could name a song or if, I, if you played a song of hers for me, if I would recognize it. But this gal, she's dead. 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 To quote Joe Biden, at 56 years old, only 56. And she looked like she could be 56. Uh, this is not her... Oh, man, this is rough. So here's Sinead O'Connor. She's like a rough-looking 56. A lot of whites, you know, and she lived hard, I guess. I'll tell you about her. She's an Irish singer, or was. And she commonly had a buzz haircut or bald head. I was like, did she have cancer? In the picture before that, she saw her smoking. Smoking in a photograph. Don't get caught smoking on picture, on camera. There she is, looking all younger and prettier. In my, in my oh man, <laughs> Ooh, blame Hassan for that one for that zoom in. She is not. She looks mildly horrific. A touch, maybe. Oh look at her there. That's a classic sort of eighties or nineties look. Um, all girled out, you know, with a skinny face. She was skinnier in her younger days, and then she puffed up to be chunky. Uh. You know, still cute. <laughs> uh, Sinead O'Connor. She died. Don't know what caused it. Was it died by suicide or did she commit suicide? Or was it something else completely? 56 years old, that's too young. I have tons of pictures of, of this gal. Sinead O'Connor. She was a mess. Let's see. I never heard of, I don't know if I've heard nothing compares to you. Oh, look at her there. She's pretending like she's a priest. She played priest, according to her Wikipedia. Uh, they don't, a Catholic priest. She was Catholic, I guess, for a second. Then she turned Muslim. That's how little peace she had. And she was, a, here she is, she, there is speculation that she committed suicide. Because her son committed suicide. Her son looks just like her. Or looked just like her before he died. Look at that. That's her and her son, I think. Is that right? Teenager dead, dead by a parent's suicide. Singer blames the hospital. Typical woman blaming the hospital. Look at her. Look at her. Doesn't he look just like her? Same hairstyle. The buzz. Sort of girly, skinny, 
young man with eyebrows. She looks she looked sort of boyish. For that reason, it wasn't it was a little bit less attractive. But he looks like a girl. Look at her. Uh, listen to this, her name. In 2017, she changed her legal name to Magda David, saying in an interview that she wished to be free of the patriarchal slave names, free of parental curses. So she hated her parents, especially her mother, I heard. Look at her. Look how old and, and dikey she looks there. <laughs> Shout out to the dikey-looking gals. Look at her, her. She has tattoos on her chest and, uh, you know, her upper chest. Not showing her, you know. And uh, tattoos on her arms. Still, like, mildly attractive lady, though, there. From... 20, what, 14, 17, 04, 08, something like that? I can't read. 2017, just several years ago, in her mid-40s or late 40s or something, I guess that would be, or maybe almost 50, she changed her name to Magda David. Free of patriarchal, so she hated men. She's a feminist. Was she a Christian feminist? (laughs) Yeah, she was Catholic for a second. On her conversion to Islam... A year later, October 2018, she adopted the name Shuhuda, Shuhada, Shuhada, and before mid-2019 also changed her surname, meaning her family name, her, uh, her last name, to, from David to Sadakat. Do you know anything about this gal, Hassan? If you, if you do, feel free to chime in. Not much. I just know she's a big... Um, I, her... 90 stuff was a big reference point for me. I like her. Oh, okay. All right. You know, kind of like a little bit of Madonna vibes, you know, bringing in religion and doing some sacrilegious stuff, which isn't good, but... Right. You know, she had a cool... She did it for somewhat of a reason, though. Yeah. For somewhat of a reason. I mean, a lot of people are have uh, resentment toward their upbringing in religion. Because their parents weren't an example, or the teachers weren't an example, or the Pope, or the, uh, you know, there was, there's a lot of uh, smears of the Catholic Church, and true stuff, I guess, about the Catholic Church, how it was, uh, you know, little kids, homosexual priests would molest the boys, something like that, a lot of homosexuals will become priests because the priests are supposed to stay, which I don't agree with this, the priests are supposed to stay celibate and never marry or have the S word. And so the homosexuals think, oh, the Christians who are into, fall into the false identity of so-called homosexuality, they think, oh, I'll just stay clean by becoming a priest. And then they fall to the temptation of the boys. I guess, I don't know. That's my speculation as to what happens. But it's a bit over... It's over... It's overplayed. Uh, it's played up how much it is and how, how rampant it allegedly was in the Catholic Church, I think, because of this anti-Christian agenda by the media. And it's underplayed how frequent it is in the so-called public schools and... Among step parents, step parents violate children a lot. It's a fact. Not all, but disproportionately, yes. 
Let me read some of these things about her, because I want to kind of go in, in some form, form of order about this gal. Uh, look how many names she had. Crazy. Irish singer and musician, debut, debut album. Born in 1966, died in 2023, July 26th, apparently. The Lion and the Cobra, released in 1987, charted internationally. I was just a tender age of six years old listening to my siblings' Christian music. Her second studio album, I Do Not what, Want What I Haven't Got. Well, that's, that's a lie. She wanted peace and she never got it, right? She wanted a father's love and she never had it. Or something. Received glowing r- reviews in 1990. Biggest success, uh, selling over 7 million copies worldwide. Its lead single, Nothing Compares to You, written by Prince, named number one world single in 1990 by Billboard Music Awards. Ten albums, ten studio albums. Am I Not Your Girl? Universal Mother. What a feminist mother name, huh? What, both gold in the UK, 2000's Faith and Courage, gold in Australia. 2005's Throw Down Your Arms went gold in Ireland. Songs for films, collabs with artists. 2021 memoir, Rememberings, was a bestseller, a book. I think it's a book, right? Rememberings? She just, I think she went after Prince. Or she told some crazy story where she got crazy with Prince and Prince got crazy with her, like, violent. (laughs) Or, Or threatening violence or something like that. Fighting. I don't know if any of it's true. You know, women. And people in general. They lie. Throughout her, they embellish stories, and the media loves it, too. She was unabashedly, quote-unquote, honest about her, quote-unquote, spiritual journey throughout her music career, according to Wikipedia. Activism, socio-political views, as well as her trauma and mental health struggles. So she should have just shut up and not worried her pretty little head. Don't say shut up too much, kids. Uh, But no, she was a mess, Publicly. Poor girl. Gal? Not a girl. In 1999, she was ordained as a priest at the Latin Tridentine Church, a sect not recognized by the mainstream Catholic Church. She was ordained as a female priest. (laughs) How embarrassing. Spoke out on issues related to child abuse, human rights, fake idea. In other words, she was a useful idiot for communism. Anti-racism, anti-white. See, I told you, these Irish, we can't trust them, especially these ladies. Shout out to the Irish ladies. Organized religion, she was against organized religion. That became a buzzword. So anybody, anytime people talked about organized religion, I would like roll my eyes because it was just like a liberal, trendy thing to criticize. Uh, And so-called women's rights. So I'm sure she had legitimate gripes sometimes, but I think she was just an unpeaceful woman. In 2017, she changed her name, blah, blah, blah. I told you that. And then she cha- in 2018, she changed it. She, she, she converted to Islam, <laughs> the fastest growing religion. And she was still probably a feminist to that day. Showing too much skin, too much tattoo on her chest, upper chest. Uh, she continued to record and perform under her birth name, Shanae. No, Sinead. Sinead. O'Connor. Look at this. Uh, go to number seven. All of her spouses and partners. You can tell that she had no peace. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, four husbands. 
and like married and divorced even in the same year. <laughs> Most of the time. Couldn't even last a, more than a year. Maybe two, maybe three the first time. Uh, so four husbands and five other partners on top of that, including Peter Gabriel, that talented 80s, 90s musician guy, I think. Six, seven, eight, so nine males she was so-called partners with. Not you, Siri. Stop it. Uh, crazy, huh? That's, I'll tell you one thing. This is not just, oh, she dated them. She was legitimate, actual partners, supposedly. So she talk about co- committed, non-committed, no peace. That is a, that is a list of no peace. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jellybean? Okay, let's keep moving. Uh, let's talk about early life check. Her parents, John Oliver Sean, Sean, S-E-A, with an accent over it, N, not to be confused. No relation, no known relation that I know of with our Sean. O'Connor, structural engineer, later turned barrister, which is a lawyer type of a guy. Chairperson, I don't know why they call him chair, don't call him chairman, chairman of the Divorce Action Group. This guy, Divorce Action Group, fought for no-fault divorce, I guess, in the 80s or 90s or something like that. Ronald Reagan supported it, I think, back in, here in America, in California or something, right? Didn't Reagan, don't, can't we blame Ronald Reagan for no-fault divorce? I guess there was a whole culture behind it. It's not just one man. Uh, and his, her mother, Johanna, Joanna Marie O'Grady, 1939 to 1985, died at age 45, married in the Church of Our Lady, blah, blah, blah. In 1979, O'Connor, which is, uh, they mean Sinead, left her mother and went to live with her father. So apparently they divorced and, or split up. Left her mother and li- went to live with her father. That sounds like a good move. Okay, right? Maybe that's why she so, was so successful as a musician. Because usually fathers make the children be good musicians. That's why Hassan's so great. That's why Joel Friday is so great. He became less of a mama's boy and his talent came forth. <laughs> uh, that's why Michael Jackson was so great, even though he died. I mean, you, you may not have peace, but, and you may still be a dumb liberal, but at least your talent will come forward. <laughs> uh, this is terrible. But I kind of ha- am having fun here. I like looking into people's lives and, like, what made them, especially when it's too late. Like, I could have saved Sinead O'Connor, but she's too old for me anyway. 1979, she left her mother. Okay, she was born in what? Six, what did I say that she was born? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Her father had married another woman. Oh, Lord. Remarrying. Three years prior, at the age of 15. This is Sinead, the, this gal. At her shoplifting, see, Irish, thieves. <laughs> shoplifting is another word for thievery and truancy, meaning, she, what, she didn't go to school, I guess? Led to her being placed for 18 months in a Magdalene asylum. Magdalene asylum. I looked that up, and that has, that's normally for, like, prostitutes, you know, to uh, throw prostitutes there to turn them upright, I guess. And call that was called something training center written run by some Catholics. Those Irish, a bunch of Catholics. In some ways, she thrived there, especially in the development. Oh, okay. 
of her writing and music. Religion is a good, another good place to learn your uh, music. Aretha Franklin sang in church, I think. Per my Afro-American music history class. In some ways she thrived there, but she also chafed. She's like, ah, this stinks. She probably didn't say stinks. Under the imposed conformity. Conform. Unruly students there were sometimes sent to sleep in the adjoining nursing home. Nursing home, you know, where old folks are and, or sickly people. An experience which she later commented, I have never and probably will never experience such panic and terror and agony over anything as there at the nursing home. Okay, so listen to this. O'Connor's mother, this is number nine. O'Connor's mother, Maria, died in a car accident uh, in 1985 at age 45 as she lost con- women driving. No, nah, I'm playing. Women are, women are not necessarily as reckless. Sometimes they, you guys are. You don't even look in the mirror or look back when you're backing out of a... One, one lady whom I met, young lady, wouldn't look back when she was backing out. <laughs> Two that I can think of now. Anyway, she lost control of her car on an icy road, crashed into a bus, and she died. Uh, Sinead was 18 when she lost her mother. In June of 1993, several years later, she wrote a public letter in the Irish Times asking people to stop hurting her. What are you talking about, lady? What, people just beat you randomly or smack you? If only I can fight off the voices of my parents and gather a sense of self-esteem, then I'll be able to really sing, she said. The letter repeated accusations of abuse by her parents as a child, which Sinead had made in interviews, her brother defended their father. He wasn't abusive, or something to that effect, to the newspaper, but agreed regarding their mother's extreme and violent abuse, both emotional and physical. Wow. Based brother admits the mother did evil. Sinead said that that month, our family is very messed up. We can't communicate with each other. We are all in agony. I, for one, am in agony. She liked that word, huh? She used that after her son died. Okay, so uh, jump down to 10. Uh, 10. Sinead O'Connor, her suicide, her son died by suicide. <laughs> no. Oh, liberal TMZ tricked me into saying this buzzword. Committed suicide. And that son looks... I can't even tell that I'm looking at a boy. It could be a girl. You know, little boys, they haven't developed their masculine traits yet. This was 2022. This was January 2022. year and a half ago. Her son died, according to police... Appears he took his own life. And Sinead is clearly angry at people who were in charge of taking care of the teen. So this teen was out of her care, quote-unquote care. And she's blaming the hospital for this miserable son committing suicide. Maybe if he had a father's love and a mother who was not as so nutty and peaceless, who hadn't recreated her son in their image... Maybe he wouldn't have committed suicide. Blame yourself, lady. Maybe she did. She's trying to blame the hospital, though. Irish hospital. He was on suicide watch, apparently, at 17 years old. Just a day before he took his life, his own life, killed himself. 
but someone was able to leave or something like that. Somehow he was able to leave. She's like, he was on suicide watch. Uh, look at him hugging his mama. Uh, 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 number 11. Number 12. Oh, yeah. She was a mess. Okay, so fast forward to just yesterday, TMZ, sleazy outlet, far-left extremist, anti-white, anti-Christian, not Christian outlet, not even morally straight outlet. Sinead O'Connor was a mother in agony. See, there's that word again, agony. This is number 12, actually. Same picture, though. Yeah, yeah. In the days leading up to her death, expressing her heartache over a year and a half later, over her 17-year-old son's suicide a year and a half before, revealing she was living as an undead night creature. Been living as an... She tweeted out, hashtag Sinead Marie Bernarde Aouibien O'Connor. I guess that's her born name. Those Irish are kind of like Mexicans. They have like four or five names. Hashtag lost my 17-year-old son to suicide in 2022. <laughs> what a boomer. That's a, or Gen X. That's a Gen X, right? Gen X, basically boomers, do these long old hashtags. Nobody's doing that hashtag, lady. It's not the purpose of a hashtag. And does one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I guess. Crying face emojis with tears streaming down the, the, her face there on this tweet. Is this her, was this her Twitter? 786-OM-SHAHID, O-M-S-H-A-H-I-D, something like that. Been living as an undead creature since. He was the love of my life, the lamp of my soul. Wow, making a god out of, or something like that, out of her son. We were one soul in two halves. He was, in other words, she was never whole. She was divided. He was the only person who ever loved me unconditionally. I am lost in the bardo, whatever that is. I don't know. With, some of you guys might know. Without him. So TMZ report. What a mess, huh? Terrible. She needed JLP to tell her, you're only supposed to mourn for three days and then wash your face and move on. Yeah, it was your f- f- fault, I guess, raising him badly. So he was miserable like you. And, and he committed suicide. But uh, who clowns suicide, says police. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm not clowning the kid, the uh, 17-year-old boy, or Sinead if she did that, but I'm talking about she was a mess and contributing to her own messiness and her children's messiness, messiness. She was very open with her emotions on social media, like that's healthy, right? Opening up about Shane's 2022 suicide in a post on, jail, on Hake's birthday, July 17th. Shane was clearly always on her mind. In a video posted July 8th of this year, the singer showed her apartment making note of her own appearance, saying, I look like spoop either way, which is why I don't want to make a video. But you know... The way your kid unfortunately passing away, it isn't good for one's body or soul, to be fair. Shortly after his death, she released a statement back in 2022. My beautiful son, Nevi'im Nesta Ali Shane O'Connor, the very light of my life, decided to end his earthly struggle today and is now with God. 
she declared without evidence. May he rest in peace and may no one follow his example, meaning kill yourself, right? Don't kill yourself. My baby, I love you so much. Please be at peace. He's, he was not a baby. He was 17. And he, he, I don't even know if he was her youngest. Sinead's family told the Irish Times of her death Wednesday in a statement that read, It is with great sadness we announce the passing of our beloved Sinead. Have you guys heard any update? Did she kill herself? They, I don't think they've released... I don't think that they think any foul play was involved other than the foulness of perhaps suicide, but I don't know if it was. Her family and friends are devastated and have request pri- privacy at this very difficult time. Her own ba- she's had her own battles with so-called mental health over the years, including an incident in 2016. She went missing and was suicidal in Chicago. I vaguely remember that. She was later located safe. So I went to her talk page on Wikipedia after I heard that she died from the chat on American Anchor Baby and go to Sinead O'Connor X. Uh, This is the back page, the back end of Wikipedia. You, too, can contribute to Wikipedia. Uh, And somebody says, (laughs) please remove... The reference to committed suicide and replaced with died by suicide. Okay, so people were already speculating that she committed suicide, but I don't think that anything has been settled or proven or officially uh, pronounced at this point. Somebody said, do not include suicide at all. Cause of death still unknown, okay? But maybe there's an update to that that I don't know. But anyway, some... Some SJW Nazi commie woman, probably, or female-minded liberal male, not morally straight person, doesn't want you to say committed suicide, wants you to say died by suicide. Have you guys heard of this before? I have. I vaguely have. And that takes me into this. Suicide, best talk, best... Suicide talk, suicide words, uh, talking about suicide, reporting on it, uh, best practices. Makes me want, where's my spittoon? Two. Makes me want to spit. I have this folder full of, uh, I did a Google search on suicide words, whatever. Uh, Why mental health advocates use the words died by suicide per NBC News. Show, go into that folder there in there, Hassan. Nice. Why do people say die by suicide instead of commit suicide? All the mainstream media is getting on board because they're a bunch of liberal female-minded women at, in spirit. Not the, not the decent kind of women. The satanic kind of uh, false imitation good thinking. Two. I'm spitting. Words matter. Suicide language guide per Center for Addiction and Mental Health. I'm just reading some Google search headlines results. Center for Suicide Prevention. They definitely want suicide to continue so that they can have a job, stay paid. Canadian outlet. Suicide in language. Consider the terms... Well, anyway, I don't know. Um, Language matters. Why we don't say committed suicide. International Risk Management Institute. How to respectfully react to suicide. Jewish Family Services. 
Dictionary.com. Dictionary.com. I told you the dictionary is fake news. By the way, guys, you can get into you guys can get on air. You can call in. And uh, I will be getting to music soon, but I just want to plow through this. Dictionary.com is fake news. Why the phrase committed commit suicide should be avoided. Ridiculous. It's a 2021 article. And look at this. It's an article written by Rory Gorey. And uh, for and it reads, for Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. This is the opening. This is number th- uh, screenshot number three there, Hassan. In the opening paragraphs, it says, for Suicide Prevention Awareness Week and Month in September. Talk about signal boosting, right? Signal boosting, uh, putting, planting evil ideas in children's minds, right? The Trevor Project, Wolves in Sheep's Clothing. That's a radical homosexual uh, group that prevent, they, they pretend to prevent suicide uh, by promoting homosexuality, which leads to suicide because people don't, they identify with it and that false identity is just miserable. It's a life of misery. The Trevor Project, I'm holding my spittoon, and Dictionary.com have colluded to update our article that helps outline compassionate and important ways we can all discuss mental illness, especially suicide, they said. Okay, so, uh... Papa. Nearly one in five U.S. adults live with a mental illness. 46.6 million, and most of them are Democrats. (laughs) Anyway, a bunch of liberals. It's a fact. It's a known fact that conservatives are more happy, are happier than liberals, by and large. They have their families. They have their religion. They have good sense, right? At least marginally more so. This was during the scamdemic, by the way, guys. Why commits? Okay, so number four. Why commit suicide and other problematic words, problematic, a female word. But Rory is not a female name unless, I, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, talking about suicide is an important step in suicide prevention. Depending on how we talk about mental health, we may contribute to the stigma. The word crazy is often used as an adjective for anything bizarre, disruptive, or unbelievable. Similar words like insane, deranged, delusional, or neurotic are also used as jokes or insults. Associating mental health issues with unrelated negative experiences and outcomes reinforces stereotypes about mental illness, making it more difficult to talk honestly about mental health issues or to reach out, reach out for help if you're experiencing mental illness. Similarly, the expression committed suicide is considered problematic, woman word, as it implies the act of suicide is a crime as it historically has been. Or a sin, as in religion, right? The verb commit deepens the emotional pain surrounding this sensitive but important subject, thickening the barriers to talking openly about it, they write. Now we approach mental illness as just that, as an illness rather than a moral failing. And you know, mental illness has gone off the charts since then. Suicide has gone off the charts since then. The more that they've focused on this Godless, fatherless, common senseless, mama spirit 
uh, policing your language mess, the misery has only increased. Have you noticed? Yes, I've noticed. Mental health experts and suicide prevention specialists recommend using the phrase died by suicide. Just as someone can die of heart disease, using the phrase to die by suicide allows us to communicate more compassionately, compassionate and accurately about those who have passed. Listen to this. Uh, uh, number five. Destigmatizing suicide on dictionary.com. They're changing all their language. They're changing it for the activists. Communism. Fake news. Uh, listen to this. Uh, this is the second paragraph down from this header. The topic of suicide has become problematically surfacing. That's I'm adding words. In some less obvious places, Dictionary formally defined the term poison pill as a pellet of quick-acting poison, such as cyanide, which Nazis and other people took, for a spy to carry in order to commit suicide when faced with capture or torture. Okay? Uh... Now, the dictionary provides the following much more sensitive and vague definition. Poison pill, a pellet or capsule of quick-acting poison as cyanide for a spy to ingest when faced with capture or torture. That doesn't tell you what happens. It doesn't tell you. It just says quick-acting poison. But it doesn't say to commit suicide or to kill yourself or to die. It's turning it so vague. It's like the uh, liberal... Sleepy Joe Biden saying, um, undocumented, uh, or something like that. Immigrants. I forget, there was a certain word that the whole, it used to be illegal aliens, official word from the government on the illegal aliens. Now they call them just something vague. I remember it from the, uh, from the, uh, Tucker Carlson. Instead of calling it what it is, they soften it, just like JLP says all the time. And make it meaningless. Yeah, I know that they use undocumented, but I don't know if the government uses that. Maybe they just call them all immigrants or migrants or something. Some people call them undocumented citizens. (laughs) Stupid. They're quite documented. It's it's inaccurate. Anyway. uh, I want to plow through this. Uh, Number six. This is all from this this, uh, dictionary.com whole article about why they're up, upending the phrase committed suicide. Uh, how do you start a conversation about mental health? The more we normalize, normalize, what a liberal word, normalize having conversations about our feelings, woman talk, gay, because these are gays who actually, who actually wrote this article, or at least radical homosexuals, or at least their supporters this Rory Gory, the easier it becomes to talk about mental health. Proactively starting conversations, blah, 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 blah. They have this hashtag. Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. If there's, okay, so let me just read, since I started to react to the bottom paragraph. If you need more inspiration, the Seize the Awkward campaign. Oh! <laughs> Lin Yen Shin says it's not manly to cringe, but I'm cringing. I know it's not manly. So it's a female, a female overreaction to this female spirit. That's Hake. Uh, cringing. Seize the awkward campaign created by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, the Jed Foundation, and the Ad Council offers great tips of talking about mental health. 
including a campus toolkit and campaign resources. You don't have to be a trained psychologist or crisis counselor to have conversations with friends and loved ones about so-called mental health. Try these simple methods, uh, blah, blah, blah. Adopt a non-judgmental and open-minded attitude. That sounds like JLP. Non-judgmental, open-minded. That's, that sounds like fair advice. Show you care by act, listening actively. I don't know if JLP cares, but he listens actively when he's talking with people, counseling with people. Without interrupting or giving advice unless prompted. JLP doesn't give unsolicited advice. So, that, so far, that part's good. And he doesn't interrupt. Hey, nice. Ask open-ended questions instead of yes or no questions. Oh, come on. Well, sometimes you ask, have to ask why. But yes or no questions are good. But anyway, to keep the conversation going. Validate the feelings of the other person. I don't know if JLP validates it, but he'll, he'll ask you how you're feeling about it, right? When you think back to JLP uh, conversations with people on the radio, or if you've done counseling with them or been in church services, it's okay to not be okay. But it's not okay to split your infinitives. It's okay not to be okay. <laughs> I agree with that thing, but it's not okay to be like, I'm not okay right now. And that's, you're not supposed to tell it. <laughs> then you're just wallowing in it. Come on, guys. Come help validate my feelings. Uh, sometimes just holding space for another to express themselves can be deeply comforting, they say. Okay. All right. Uh, number seven. There's a common fear that you, uh, if you mention the word suicide in conversation with someone, you'll put ideas into their head. In truth, talking about so-called suicide is one of the key steps to preventing it. At the Trevor Project, we have care. Connect with the person you're concerned about. Ask them directly if they're thinking about suicide. If they say yes, respond. R, respond. A, ask. C, connect. K, C, A, R, E, empower. Respond by putting them their safety first. Connect them to resources and contact trusted friends and family members. Oh, that reminds me of that guy who in the church with JLP, his son, who himself was so-called suicidal. And then his son told him he was going to commit suicide or thinking about it and he texted everybody <laughs> and his son stopped talking to him for a while shout out to Alex how's Alex doing he got beat up for his bike empower the person to reach out for help through the national suicide prevention lifeline crisis text line the Trevor project radical homosexual outlet wolves in sheep's clothing or their doctor or therapist not their pastor not their father not God, not prayer, all this worldly false imitation good stuff, huh? Please. Why is self-care important? Self-care. Oh, I got to get some me time. <laughs> uh, number eight. During these unprecedented times, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Rory Gorey, digital marketing manager, who wrote this article for Dictionary.com. He's also for the Trevor Project, the world's largest suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning, LGBTQ, so-called young people. And so they're, they're uh, trying to help people live longer, wronger, as a wise man once put it or many times has put it. 
longer, longer. I don't know if that's proper English, but it's so true. So true. Stay wrong. Stay in this mess. Malaise. Is that a good word for LGBTIQ nonsense and death and confusion? But just don't commit suicide. Terrible. Okay, uh, last uh, little headline here from uh, NBC News. This is from 2018. Why mental health advocates use the words died by suicide. By changing the way we speak, we remove the culpability from the person who has lost their life. In other words, you don't blame the person who did the, the evil to his own body or her own body. Stupid. You have to hold people responsible. You have to victim blame if you love them. Or hold them responsible anyway. For their mess. Hey, what's up, Lin Yin Shin? You know, I saw this I saw this uh thing about suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is also WYFF4. Listen to this stat. Statistic. Why do people why people say die by suicide instead of commit suicide? April 2023. Listen to this. 24 years. Since 1999, suicide rates in the United States have risen by more than 30%. According to the CDC, the Scared Woman-led Centers for Disease Control, unchristian, by the way, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So it's risen by 30% in uh, 24 years. You know what else has risen? The uh, acceptance of this LGBT mumbo-jumbo, the uh, encouragement of black hate and victimhood and anger, uh, and anger of uh, feminization of people, um, talking about feelings, being more woman-centered than ever. All those things have greatly increased over the last 24 years since I graduated from high school. 30% increase in suicide in 24 years. So they're, uh, they're promoting, they're causing it, and then they're swooping in with their false solutions. With a mixture of a little bit of true facts. Ridiculous. So guys, thank you for bearing with me through that. Those of you who did bear with me through that. And no, I'm, no, I'm not offended, but those of you who did not bear with me through that. I understand. It's time for some music, though. It is White History Month. We're in the last full week of White History Month. Monday is the last day. It's time for some White Heart. This might be the last day of White Heart, at least for this week, because on Fridays I like to play something. I change it up. Uh, This track is entitled Dr. Jackal and Mr. Christian by White Heart from the 1986 album Don't Wait for the Movie, I think. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. You can, you can cover your ears and sing La La La, The Hake Report. Go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, crack the whip, get the whip cracked on you, but keep a good attitude. I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. <laughs>
Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde. Oh, let me not interrupt the guitar solo. <laughs> Good video for it, <laughs> kind of. Just call Hank Mr. Hyde. <laughs> I walked away and thought it was over. Oops. Hey, nice face. Mask you where to hide. Where to hide? Hey, they overdubbed. God is not your alibi. Nice. Bad acting Christians. <laughs> is this hate cross country music jam? <laughs> I like their energy from the mid 80s. So cool. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. White Heart, White History Month. That was my white history. Uh, my big brother to told me, I was like five years old, right, when this came out. And he's all, he explained to me, Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde. Dr. Jackal was this upstanding doctor, I guess. What, what a name, huh? Jackal. Um, and then he would turn into Mr. Hyde, this monstrous type of a guy. There was a great graphic novel of Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde that I liked. Sort of Neil Gaiman-esque, but I think it predates Neil Gaiman, Gaiman, whatever the guy's name is. I think. I guess that's... I don't know. I feel like he's associated with, with graphic novels. And there was also a Moby Dick, uh, you know, the big whale thing or fish graphic novel with the peg leg man. So cool. I wish I, I could find those because those are so, they capture the imagination. They're just fun. It's fun. So uh, anyway, I got to read some Super Chats, guys. There have been some that came in. Over on dlive.tv slash the Hake Report, Greenwall gave a diamond. Thanks for keeping whom alive, Hake. Thank you, man. Whom is the object? Who is the subject? Who hurt you? 
Whom did you hurt? Nice. Nice. Uh, I think there was some super chats over on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. USA Livestream. Hey, Isa says, James Hake, you're my favorite host all over the world, Isa. Well, thank you, Isa. You're sweet. Sweet lady. Shout out to the Asians. She's Asian. And PI, Pacific Islander, I think. Over on Kofi, formerly known as Kofi, K-O-F-I.com, slash the Hake Report. Tim Scott, the real one, probably. Probably not the rhino senator out of one of the Carolinas. Bought a coffee and wrote, no half and half. Oh, man, what am I going to do? I have to drink it black? <laughs> Can I have some sugar? <laughs> While you were out looking for sugar, somebody stole your honey. Something like that. You were out looking for honey, somebody stole... I don't know. It's a saying that JLP says. You were out looking for something? Looking for uh, somebody stole your wife when you were out looking to cheat on your wife? Somebody. I don't know. I disavow. Double check over on other platforms. Thank you guys for the support. Oh, taking care of business bear. I mean, not bear. Taking care of business says... Oh, yeah, she doesn't sound American. <laughs> Lots of laughs. Talking about Issa. She called herself American. <laughs> uh, funny. Anchor Baby calls himself American, too. Uh, anyway, they find McConnell freezing up weird, but when Biden does it, it's lies. It looked like a mini seizure, says taking care of business. It's called an absence seizure. People blank out and stare. Happens to hate a lot, except I, it's, I think it's, well, anyway. <laughs> uh, get lightheaded, have that deja vu experience, then come back moments later. Whoa. Whew. And Pigger says, how many times just you kill Christ? I don't understand the question. Is that related to the Dr. Jackal and Mr. Christian? Using God as your alibi, you kill Christ, you uh, nail him on the cross again, something like that, or there is no sacrifice left. There's like something in the Bible to that effect, maybe a reference he's making. Or maybe he's accusing Hake of, uh, he's uh, criticizing Hake, which may be valid, I don't know, no. Uh, okay, well, thank you guys for the... Uh, Support there. You know, let me skip down because I'm, I kind of want to show something exciting and music y and stuff like that. So I don't want to read through another long article just yet, just at this point. So let me jump down and cover Drake. <laughs> I know nothing about Drake, I just know he's soft. <laughs> Or I've heard. And he's the best rapper, according to Kanye West. Hands down. The best. This is a rapper. I didn't know that he was a rapper. When I first heard Joelle and others telling JLP about him some years back, I thought he was a singer. I'm like, oh yeah, that is rapping. But he kind of sings, too. He's a singer. An actor, by the way. He's multi-talented, kind of like uh, 
Marky Mark Wahlberg, actor slash rapper Mark Wahlberg. Anyway, uh, speaking of Mama's Boys, and I appreciate this guy. He has some hits and talent and all that stuff. He's Canadian. He's Jewish and black. And I don't think of him as very black. But when he's sitting next to his mother, he actually looks pretty black. Yeah. Uh, so he's this light-skinned guy, uh, black, funny-faced, sort of. Sort of a plain, plain James face. Because <laughs> he does, does look sort of masculine. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, this mama boy, Drake. Oh, yeah, there it is. And his uh, Disney witch... Looking mama. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> that might be low. Look, we're showing some uh, screenshot stills of uh, Instagram posts that I happened across. I don't go on Instagram much, but this is from The Shade Room. The Shade Room. Aww. They literally, they literally wrote, Aww. <laughs> A-W-W-W-W. Exclamation mark. Hashtag Drake. Hit the stage with his mother, his mom, and saying, look what you've done. That's the name of a song. A song. Is it a song or is it a rap? Well, it's both because it's Drake. He sings and raps. A song where he talks. It's a song in which he talks about, or raps or sings, about living with his single mother. Did you know that about him? Some of you guys probably knew that about him. A young man in his, what, 30s or maybe he's 40. I don't know. No, he's going on, he's late 30s, I think. I think he was born in mid-80s. He talks about living with his single mother and things she went through raising him. Oh, Lord. Everybody wants to do this after Tupac did it. Or actually, Tupac probably copied that uh, old black singers that JLP sings all the time. I always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. A mother's love is so special. It stays with you until the day you die. And I'm only singing it from JLP, so I'm probably butchering the lyrics and the melody as JLP does, but he has a better voice than me. But uh, And he shares, you know, that's Getty Images photograph here. But, you know, Tupac, I remember I was going into my freshman year of high school listening to Power 106 on my earbuds with my portable radio. So cool. I was so happy about earbuds as opposed to headphones or earphones. Those ones that... And I would listen to it at night, Power 106, and this tough-sounding rapper man, Tupac, I found out later it was, saying, Dear Mama... Uh, blah, blah, blah. I love paying rent when the rent's due. I hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you. Even though you was a crack fiend mama, you always was a black queen mama. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's sweet. This thug black guy singing, rapping about his mother. Isn't that sweet? Little did I know that was the problem. Mama boys. Anger from the mamas. No love from my father because the coward wasn't there. People say I'm cold and I'm heartless because when he died, I didn't cry. But I am guilty because 
I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Whatever. Tupac was definitely a beta. Yeah, that's what I'm, my point is. But it was a catchy song. It was a great song. <laughs> so anyway, here's uh, Drake's version. And Drake maybe has surpassed Tupac. At least he's still living past his 20s. Am, am I right? I respect people who live and who die. But for Drake, there's still hope, you know, because he's living. Anyway, and I'm, I disavow the Disney witch comment, but she has sort of a hook nose because you know, it's, it's a common Jewish trait. And those anti-Semitic Disney made witches have hooked, and evil people have hook noses. <laughs> well, it does look sort of, I don't know, kind of, anyway. Look how short she is next to Drake, by the way. Okay, so they're sitting on a couch on stage. I don't know when or where this was. But unless this is AI, this is Drake singing, okay? Rapping in front of her. And she's like bobbing her head. Oh, unchristian and Jewish and liking rap music. <laughs> I mean, it is her son. So clip 11A. Finally, clip 11, guys. Hey. It should have been clip 41, but... This is from Instagram. The Shade Room posted this. And so here is this uh, rap song. You're going to have to listen closely. Hopefully there's no cussing. I didn't, no- I didn't notice any cussing. He sings and raps so sweetly that I didn't pick up on any cuss words. Hopefully I'm right. Here it is. And then, uh, let, me play, let me go ahead and play part B. Did you guys pick up on what he was saying? She told him, tell me I'm just like my father. Who, who I'll tell you a little bit about the father. I guess she raised him as a single mother. Father is black. Mother is white Jewish. Not normal white. White Jewish. In Canada. In Canada. <laughs> okay, so here's part, you love me, I love you. Kind of catchy. Uh, I like his uh, style. Some of you guys might not. I'm going to be remiss if I don't bring Hassan in here to comment on it. But first, let me play part B. She's bobbing her head. <laughs> See, that was, a, that was singing. That last part was singing. Uh, she hugs him a little bit. Uh, uh. So, Hassan, I got to bring you in on this because I would be remiss not to bring you in. You, you know rap. <laughs> yes, sir. Do you respect Drake? Absolutely. He's the greatest to ever do it. Uh, didn't Correct me if I'm wrong, but Lil Wayne made Drake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, some could say that. Because <laughs> you were clowning on Lil Well, not clowning on him, but dismissing him as uh, not that great. Yeah, I mean, he definitely, anyone, he's definitely surpassed Lil Wayne, that's for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what's your take on all this? And you have more insight on the music and uh, him and maybe, I don't know. No, perhaps. just awesome, man. I think he's, uh, yeah, he's the best. You sound a little bit like him. Do I? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
That's what I hope just for. The, just the timbre of your voice. I don't know if timbre is the right word, but sound color. I learned timbre from Afro-American music history. Timbre. Nice. T-I-M-B-R-E. Uh, am I pronouncing it correctly? <laughs> Auto-tune rap says, uh... Anyway, go ahead. That's a good sign. Um, yeah. No, I just... I think he's awesome. I love that song. Um... You were familiar with it, huh? Yep. Yep. And is it Mama's Boy-ish? It is, but I mean, who am I to who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> I know, huh? but uh, but it's also a little bit of real life because it tells a little bit of his story. I I picked up some things about she was taking pain pills. I don't know if it was for physical pain, but he's like telling him that he's just like his father, which sounds like a criticism. You know, these, these mothers, you're just like your dad. My mother yeah. told me I'm just like my dad. And yeah, mine too. <laughs> to funny. this day. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cadence, you mean? Maybe cadence. Cadence too, but timbre is the color of the tone. But yeah, cadence a little bit. True. Yeah, um, I actually just seen his father at Rock and... Well, I don't want to dox anybody, but at Ralph's. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Randomly. But, That's um, funny. One of my friends used to see... Speaking of fathers of artists, one of my friend's sisters used to see Michael Jackson's dad with a gun on his hip in Las Vegas at the Walgreens. She was a Walgreens manager. Nice. And uh, she, was, he was, she said he was cool. Yeah. Gotta Joe stay, Jackson. Gotta stay strapped. Yeah. <laughs> kind of old school. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, very interesting. I think he's definitely been very... Uh, to quote Joel, he's been very vulnerable and, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's definitely been uh, a poet, you know, of expressing kind of, yeah, his upbringing and his life and, and how that's affected him and his dating uh, history and his adulthood. So, yeah, he's, he's incredible. You mentioned Madonna when we were talking about Sinead O'Connor. And Madonna mouth kissed him when he was sitting on a chair, I remember. And he was like, oh, oh, disgusted. I should get my spittoon. <laughs> did, did you see that? I forgot about that, but now that you just, yeah, I uh, do remember that. She was like in her 50s at that time, maybe maybe 60s. I don't know how old she is. Maybe she's 60 now. Yeah, and I he's vaguely remember. Maybe in his 20s or, or young 30s. And he's like, oh, oh my gosh. And... Had that been a man doing that to a younger lady, Madonna, Madonna would not have survived that, <laughs> uh, PR-wise. Yeah, was he disgusted by it, it or was he acting like in shock that he just got kissed by Madonna? I think he was a little... Sh- I feel like I remember him like wiping his mouth because she <laughs> might have like... I don't know, because it was dirty anyway. It was already... He was already doing something kind of corrupt. Like a lap dance type of thing. Yeah, yeah, Don't look that up, kids. And uh, but she just went the extra. She's so extra. Well, and I only say that because he is, you know, an actor. So he true. You know, he's he very, might have played. He might have played it ambiguous. At, you know, <laughs> playing the uh, playing the crowd. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this Aubrey guy. Drake should be honored. Says Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong. I mean. A lot of us thought she was pretty when we were young kids. Madonna. Anyway. 
Yeah, you don't know how you know you don't know how honest he really was being. Right. Yeah. He's non-Christian. True. He's <laughs> he is Jewish, part half Jewish, by his mother. So that's real Jew. That's real deal. Yeah, and then black. Um, Drake per Wikipedia, Aubrey, Aubrey, Drake Graham. Born in 1986, rapper, singer, songwriter. Born in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Not to be confused with Ontario, California. His father, Dennis Graham, black, they call him African-American, Catholic drummer. Oh, so Drake could be half Christian. Yeah, it's true. And he did a lot of work with Al Green. Oh, really? The dad did? Yeah, the dad and his... um, Soul, Soul man? His uncle, Larry Graham, who sang... One in a million. Okay. That's his uncle. I don't know that song. Off, well, I sang it bad. You would know it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I am a musical Philistine. I only listened to Christian music, so I'm quite sheltered and ignorant. But yeah. I may know that song. True. Jesse's probably saying it. Originally from Memphis, the father is. Yeah, probably Jesse would know it. Once performed the country, with country musician Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, Drake's dad did perform with him. His mother, Sandra Sandy, quote-unquote, nickname, Graham, born Cher, S-H-E-R, N-E-E. How do you pronounce N-E-E with the accent over it? Nay? 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 (laughs) Anyway, born Cher is Canadian Ashkenazi Jew, worked as an English teacher and florist. So he has music and the English language at his command. Uh, that's Drake does. Graham performed at Club Blue Note in Toronto where he met Sandra. Okay, so his dad worked at a club where he met Sandy, Sandra. Not to be confused with Mr. Sandman. Right, which is also weird because that's my mother's name also. Oh, really? And she allegedly claims that she may be part Jewish. So this is actually getting a lot weirder than... Whoa. Uh, <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're related. Exactly. <laughs> wow. He is a white Hebrew Israelite. There you go. <laughs> Maybe it's more than just tone and timbre. Right. <laughs> but I think I like your hair better than his. <laughs> exactly. You have a little bit more of a masculine face. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, Drake is a dual citizen from the U.S. of the U.S. and Canada. Former derived from Graham, his father. In his youth, he attended Jewish day school. Became a bar mitzvah. I didn't know that you could become a bar mitzvah. I thought that you went through a bar mitzvah by be- turning twelve and having that little party and saying, "I'm a man now," per the Jews. Drake's parents divorced when he was five years old. So cut him some slack for being soft. Do you consider him soft? I mean. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Oh, okay. I think that it's like, it's better to kind of embrace being that than acting like you're Sticking hardcore. Sticking out your chest, yeah. Yeah, like Tupac, I feel like, was probably closer to Drake. But in the 90s... He had to stick out his chest and talk with a dope deep Yeah, voice. it wasn't cool to do that. And then like Kanye came and like made it acceptable to be like just who you are just normal yeah. and now drake is almost like the realized version of not having to be interesting man. hard yeah yeah because Pac was 
I mean, he was a ballerina. Yeah, he went to performance art school. You know, if you look at interviews of him when he's 18, he you could almost mistake him for like I don't know, but I mean, he's very, very some effeminate tendencies or something. Absolutely. Oh, people said that people accused him of being. I mean, people in the chat sometimes accuse him of being uh, not morally straight, you know, stuff like that. I don't like to speculate about people. That, like that. I don't know. That there has yeah. been rumors of even Versace and different. I mean, people. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you, you copy my. Now it's all about Versace. You copy <laughs> my style. Five shots couldn't drop me. I took it and smiled. Now yeah. I'm about to, about to set the record straight. Yeah. With my AK, I'm a, I'm the thug that you love to hate. And <laughs> where we hit him up. Anyway. But yeah, but anyway, <laughs> allegedly, yeah, Versace and th- there's stories from you know John Singleton. So these- did he have a deal with Versace, the clothing brand? I don't think he had a deal, but I think he modeled one time oh. um, for an ad or a photo shoot, and um, allegedly hung out with uh, Versace and yeah. So mm. who knows though? But and Versace may have not been a totally moral, sexually person. I think that is pretty. <laughs> safe, safe to, to say, say. Yeah. <laughs> without slandering the man. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he he was o- he was open, he was publicly Im- immoral in that way. And I think yeah. he died of uh, well, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Versace, Versace. <laughs> it looks like Versace, but it's pronounced Versace. I've learned. I'm getting better with my Italian. Is that Italian? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for the input. Yeah, you know, in the music world, in the hypersexualized, blacks are all into sex because they're so angry. Anger awakens this sexualness, right? And so it wouldn't it wouldn't be surprising for blacks to fall into all kinds of sexual mess and music and all that too. Anyway, Graham, the father. Okay. This father, what's his father's name again? I don't like how Dennis. They, Dennis, okay. Because they say Graham, and that doesn't help me. Dennis Graham. Uh, they, they divorced when he was five. After the divorce, he and his mother remained in Toronto. His father re- returned to Memphis, so he didn't go with his dad, where he was incarcerated in Memphis for a number of years on drug-related charges. Uh, Dennis Graham's limited finances and legal issues caused him to remain in the U.S. until Drake's early adulthood. So Drake, no wonder he's such a mama's boy. Cut him some slack. He didn't know better. This reminds me of JLP's book, The Antidote. Uh, Prior to his arrest, Dennis Graham would travel to Toronto and bring Drake to Memphis every summer. Oh, okay, so he got some exposure to his father. Nice. His father later, that's why he's so talented, later collaborated with... uh, Canadian music group Arkells, blah, blah, blah. Music video for his song, Drake's Dad. Dennis Graham claimed in an interview that Drake's assertions of him being an absent father were embellishments used to sell music, which Drake vehemently denies. Whoa. What? Is Drake slander and his father embellishing the truth to sell stuff? He vehemently denies it, though. Don't know, don't take a position. But it is popular to say, like, like Tupac said, the coward wasn't there. All the time I needed a father, he was gone. And uh, so he had no love for him because the coward wasn't there. 
bashing the father in that sweet little Dear Mama song. So typical and angry and false love. But anyway, I found that somewhat interesting. Drake on stage with his mama on the couch singing rapping to her and uh, whatever. Mildly entertaining. Let's get to a call. John in Kentucky is on the line. How you doing, John? What's up, man? Man, you have to explain what you just said about blacks being into sex because they're angry. <laughs> that makes no sense, hey. It doesn't? That's off the wall. You, you just you just saying stuff. It makes no sense. Well, it's something that JLP it. has said that anger awakens the sexual appetite, the passions do. Anytime you're excited about something or you're very relieved about something, anytime you're emotional, uh, you're all, you also become more like sensual, sexual. That has nothing to do with anger, hey? Yeah, huh? Anger is an emotion, and that's part of the emotions. Anytime you're emotional or angry, uh, don't they say, and I have no firsthand knowledge, but don't they say angry, <laughs> angry makeup, S-word, sex, is the so-called best of that? Isn't that you know, common? At time, yeah, at times, like, I've, I've experienced that before, but I don't think it has nothing to do with the anger part. It's the makeup part. It's getting over the anger. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But, but you couldn't make up with without the anger first. Man, look, that's why a lot of people disagree with y'all. Like, anger is normal. Like, you're not supposed to stay angry. Right. It's, just, it's an emotion like any other emotion. But, uh... But uh, all the emotions... Just, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm trying to figure out what I was about to say a second ago. All the emotions, including anger, are something to get past, to overcome, not to be led by, led in. No, I, I disagree, man. Like, I like being in a good mood. I like having joy. I like having a good day. Yeah, that's, that's who doesn't. Uh, signs of that signs of emotion as well. Right, I know. But what, but what I was going to say, have you ever heard of a love child? Yeah, that's where you have a, a child from having sex with somebody whom you think that you love, but not necessarily yeah. married to. No, so like it's planned out. Like me and my wife. We're married, and okay. we planned out having having children. So they love children. It's just not it's not a one night stand or something like that. Uh, so it's okay to make love to your wife, not to be having sex with random people. Like that's that's not the way God wanted it to. Right. I he agree with to, I agree with you on on. You should only be having sex with a wife. Yes. Right, and you can have sex as much as you want, and it's not it's not anything wrong with it. And so having being sexual is not it doesn't you don't have to be angry to have sex. It, it, it's actually it's, it's it's more better when you, you're with somebody that you love and you know you, you know each other. And you know I'm not other saying I'm not saying you're feeling anger at the time that you're having the s. I'm just saying that the uh, blacks are very expressive, emotional, angry. They're encouraged to be angry in America now. And you'll notice that a lot of blacks are falling into the perverted type of a sex out of wedlock or other, you know, other even more perverted stuff. I guess it could call it more perverted. I think it would, can, it would be. 
can you name a race that's not? Yeah, all of them are, but bla- but blacks are, are especially encouraged to be angry, and they're disproportionately into the the perverted sex stuff, uh, sex out of wedlock, out of wedlock births, uh, the the LGBT stuff. They're disproportionately represented compared to their share yeah. of the population, and with that. And I think it's I think it's related not to their race but to their the fact that they're encouraged to be angry and they're raised by their mothers rather than with fathers because fathers have discipline and self control and they're not raised with many of them are not raised with discipline and self control. So, so you saying white people are uh, fathers are raising their kids to be upstanding citizens? I did not say a word about whites. I, I agreed with you that all, all races are messed up. You said we're being uh, I said that blacks targeted. are disproportionately leading the way in that stuff because they're kissed up to the most. So you don't think white people lead in the porn industry and the, the, the business with porn and everything? It, whites, like white whites, it's Jewish, but you can call it white. but Jewish? Yeah. I don't know anything about you. Talk, oh, you talking about them white Jews? Yeah, the white there. Jews. They're, they're more into that. I hear from what I've heard. Really, right? The point. The point. I and, know and, that. and I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that whites and maybe Asians and others, like the more the more shy and fearful races, might be more into the pornography thing than blacks. Maybe I don't know. I suppose that that could be the case because you know if you think about it, the people who are like scared of women or of afraid to go out or they're more prone to being incels or whatever might go get fall into the pornography thing. So I suppose that's, I suppose everybody got their that's issues. That's a white thing, man. That's you, a white thing. When you say we I know, lead, but, but, I disagree when you say lead because how can you stat something like that? That's your personal opinion and you're just pulling that out of thin air. No, I'm like, not. No, I just quoted you different stats that are not just my personal opinion. Uh, not specific we're stats, about but we lead in like perversion, though. No, but I'm talking about perverted actual sex with other, or false sex with other people, like out of wedlock. That's a known fact among blacks. It's known fact that blacks are disproportionately gays and transgenders compared to their share of the population. That is not true. That's not true. Well, you got to look into it. I'm I'm not saying it's a black thing. I'm saying that the the corruption that has uh, that that has infected you guys. Not maybe not you personally, but infected so many blacks with the mothers running the show and them being all into their race, which you are, uh, and you are too. I'm well, but but irregardless, we're we're talking about blacks, and so I never made any claim about that whites were this perfect or upstanding thing. I was I just made the point that because uh, I was talking about Tupac. And this, all this stuff, speculation about his sexuality, which I don't like speculation about mess like that. It's nobody's business. It's disgusting anyway. Man, but this is what I'll say. Uh-huh. Black, black people are messed up. But this, in 2023, is the worst white people have ever been. And I don't see y'all as a majority being upstanding people. I agree. Like, the homeless I- people... And the, the nasty drug people that are out here walking these streets, man, I've never in my life where I'm from seen as many white people out here screwed up. Right. Y'all, I know. Have, y'all have no leaders whatsoever. Y'all have no leaders. Trump. None whatsoever. Trump is not a leader. He, he's but, leading for himself. Well, that's what a man should do. 
because you don't need yep. leaders. Like, think about the so-called black leaders. They're they're the worst people in the world. MLK. Yeah, but see, what? MLK. Well, he was not a good was, he, man. You know, he made mistakes. You know, right? He was, he, he was and he tried to be, to be a leader. Inclusive. Yeah, he was trying to be all inclusive and nonviolent. It should have been more like Martin. It, uh, I mean, not Martin. Malcolm. Malcolm. If you hit me, I hit you back, right? He should have been more like that. That's the more. But I was uh, talking. But I was talking about the, right the notion of of you know because JLP makes the point blacks should abandon their leaders and be self led. You have one leader, Christ, or yeah, Yahshua, is whatever you call it, Jesus. That's your main leader, but you know it's okay to have you know a father when you're or, a kid, yeah. I mean, even 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 you're more honorable and uh, you know um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, men you respect people. yet, like mentors yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. That's fine to have men like that. That's fine. But um, but you should see them as as brothers or equals, not on a pedestal, not as somebody that you follow or it, you take their word. It's not somebody you have to worship, though. It's not somebody you worship. It's just somebody that you choose to say, look. We're going to trust your judgment, and we're going to trust your leadership. That's fine. You don't have to look at them as a god. But you trust them for what? You don't have what? to look at them as... You trust them because they've experienced certain things, and they make good decisions, and they're, they're smart, they have natural leadership. Right. Everybody's but I'm not talking... I, I said trust him to do what? Because, for example, JLP... I, mean, advice, I trust him. Advice. To, I trust him to lead Bond, and... Uh, Joel Friday, I trusted him to run the church service last week. I don't know if you were aware, Joel Friday. He Man, ran I church. watched for three minutes. I watched for three minutes. It was you, the worst it, thing ever. Really? Maybe you it was should, the worst thing ever. You had to get you let him get warmed up. He 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 was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't like the way y'all taking him and messing his mind up, man. He's a good dude, man. I'm he not be better. He's he's his he has his own mind. That's one thing about Joel. He has his own mind, I think. To a certain yeah, but, extent. I mean, he's uh, impressionable, too. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Doug is going to lead the service this coming week. Who was that? He's half black. Uh, Hassan, you laughing back there, man? <laughs> Hassan, tra- he cracked up when you said, who is that? <laughs> Hassan needs to lead uh, church one day, man. That'd I like cool. the way you're thinking, John. <laughs> nice. But I, but I'm a little too, you know. I, I'm going to war with churches right now, so I'm busy. <laughs> are you an apologist? Are you one of those apologist people? You know, one of those people who debates religion, apologists. Oh yeah, Christian yeah. Apologists. I'm a mess. I, I'm, I'm too much of a. Um, I got to overcome my Peter cutting off ears vibes <laughs> before I can lead the church. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate your call, John. Uh, y'all, y'all white people need to get it together, man, because y'all man. going down, down and not up, and y'all going down super, super fast. And you was talking about suicide. Yeah. And, and 30% up in the last 24 years or so. Yep. That's mostly, that's mostly y'all. I think whites, whites y'all. are doing that a lot. It's, it's really evil. I appreciate your love and concern for us it's whites. No love. There's no love. I mean, you know, I, I really don't care, but I'm just telling you, yeah. there can be some stories you can talk about them talking about blacks and gays every day. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> Appreciate it, John, in Kentucky. Take care, man. Yeah. Happy White History right. Month.
I don't like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. I don't like that. <laughs> that is funny. Let me double check for Super Chats here. Guys. Isn't the peace and quiet kind of nice? I like it. Uh, that was nice. A nice vote of confidence in Hassan from uh, John in Kentucky. Wow, Mitch McConnell looked funny even as a boy. Even as a young man in high school. <laughs> wow, what a face. And, and he's one of my people. Anyway, um, I think we're all clear on the uh, supers. Let me get to this uh, story from In-N-Out. I have some pictures from In-N-Out. I got to look up these Bible verses. I went to In-N-Out over the weekend. In-N-Out is a hamburger joint family-owned and uh, they're Christian, well, Catholic, family-owned. And I took some photos of their burger, wrapper, um, little milkshake uh, cup at the bottom of it. It says Proverbs 3.5 at the bottom. It says Proverbs 3.5 at the bottom of this uh, Oh, there at the bottom of the fries is Proverbs 24, 16, French fries thing. Their fries are like that. They, you know, see how their fries are like droopy and not necessarily crisp? I don't mind fries like that. That's cool. They're, they're pretty good. They're fresh. Fresh cut, supposedly. And it's relatively cheap. Okay, you can get a... I just got a plain hamburger... It, it's, I really much prefer it with cheese. And then I prefer a double-double. Lettuce, tomatoes, and grilled onions only. Okay, I don't like Thousand Island or Secret Sauce or s- that type of spread for the most part. Uh, I told you guys about Proverbs 3.5, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Okay? Uh, verse 6 says, In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Isn't that a nice verse? Proverbs 24, 16 says, For the righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Well, after I slip up and eat in and out fast food, burger, fries, milkshake, strawberry milkshake this time, I normally get a vanilla milkshake. Um, then uh, I will ri- rise many times after falling. Revelation 3.20, which is the bottom of the burger wrapper. Uh, I feel like there was a Nahum Bible verse in the bottom of a larger cup. But anyway, this is in and out It's a fast food in and out burger. California mostly they tell you you don't have to wear actually they don't allow you to wear a mask in most states except for California and Oregon where it's illegal to ban masks Revelation 3:20 Oh this is Jesus talking purportedly or the son of God or somebody uh, behold I stand at the door and knock if any man hear my voice and open the door I will come to him and will sup with him have dine with him dinner supper whatever and he with me, Revelation 3.20. Isn't that nice? 
So eat that, Chick-fil-A, trendy, weak Christian, perhaps publicly traded, huge blow-up, uh, kiss up to Black Lives Matter and black females and fake idea of racism, uh, rest chicken sandwich restaurant, I prefer In-N-Out. I grew up next to In-N-Out. Walking, walking distance, actually, to In-N-Out. Sa- and it was a safe walk back then. Nice. In-In-Out Bible verses. Don't tell me, Reddit. Uh, KTLA, September 2022, today.com. Why does In-N-Out print Bible verses on its cups and bottles? Because they're Catholic, they're family-owned, and they kept their, their integrity to a certain extent. I'm sure they're dumb liberals in some way, right? What are the Bible verses? On one of the soda cups, he does have John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, where's Nahum? Oh, there it is. If you order a burger or a cheeseburger, you get one verse. If you get a double-double, you'll get a Nahum 1.7. What's Nahum 1.7? Uh, the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. This is from KTLA 5. 2022. KTLA 5 is a local... Is it CBS? or I forget. Anyway. I'm a refuge in... The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in Him. Nice. Pretty cool, huh? Right on. Uh, in and out. And it's not that expensive. Supposedly. Since at least 1987, per Reddit, they've been uh, doing that. So, uh, I just thought that that would be nice to share with you. Bible verses. For Bible, well, I don't really pay attention to Bible Thumper Thursday. But, uh, but, uh, I wanted to share with that because I don't think Hassan knew. Did you know that uh, In-N-Out does this? You informed me um, a few weeks ago. It wouldn't make any difference to you, though, because you eat healthfully. No, not, not over the past couple months. Oh, I'm nice. I'm eating horribly. Have you ever had In-N-Out? I have, and I'm going to have it today due to your commercial, <laughs> your ad today. Do you like their fries, or do you like crispy fries, or are you a fry type of a guy? Yeah, I don't love their fries. Yeah. But, um, but the burgers are real good, and the shakes... Yeah, but I would like for us to maybe do a uh, a Shake Shack in and out side by on, side comparison on screen taste test taste debate. Okay, I've never had Shake Shack, and maybe as a third option, Nick cooks us some uh, <laughs> nice some chef chef made for some real Christian food. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the Anchor Baby Burger. Yeah, his won't be uh, five bucks. So, have you ever gotten a plain burger or a cheeseburger or double double? I'm pretty, you know, it's actually been a while, but I'm pretty sure I've probably had all of them. Oh, okay. Double double sounds familiar because that's what a lot of folks like to do. Yeah, lettuce, tomatoes, and grilled onions. Get the onions grilled, guys. Grilled onions. I'm not a big onion person, but 
could Me be interesting. Either. So do you get it without onions? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've definitely never had it with onions. If you get it with <laughs> grilled onions, it's not so strong. It's more sweet mm. and, and slightly slimy, but I'm okay with it. Uh, nowadays, I've grown up a little. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have onions on my Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, wow. So. Okay. It would, be, it would be risky, but. True. Could you scrape it off and still consume it? That's true, Choke yeah. it down? If, 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 I, if I felt it was too slimy. Do you get rid of the Thousand Island? No Thousand Island? No, no. Spread? I, no, I like Thousand Island. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right not a on. communist. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am a total communist. <laughs> it's wild. Beautiful in and out. And it's... That was nice. How much was that whole meal? $9. But I had something like $9. Nice. And it would have been more, but I wanted to not get cheese. Because cheese can potentially be... Here's that word again. Constipating. That's and true. I wanted to make sure that I, because I hadn't really gotten much vegetables and water and stuff yeah. that day. And you're going milkshake. Right, I got a milkshake, exactly. You got to chew one or the other. Right, yep, true. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. So, be healthy, guys. Don't be like me. Do as I s- say, not as I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like it. Um Every now and then. It's a treat. You know, I, I got it with a gift card. Yeah. I had I have a whole, actually a whole bunch of gift cards. No, I don't even think it's unhealthy. I think it's, I mean, to eat a burger, I think, is probably one of the more healthiest things you could do. You know, know the burger crazy, The but, burger part is probably fine, yeah. but the shake yeah. and maybe the fries, because the fries have stuff in it. I thought I saw this story where this guy ate, Fry, a burger, fries, and a milkshake. And his arter, arteries or veins were filled with, like, cholesterol right afterwards. And it might have been, like, the milkshake, but I'm not sure. And I don't know if that's a bad thing to have in your veins now and then yeah. on, on occasion, special occasion. Well, Nick is saying that the bread is bad, too. Yeah, the bread is bad. Sometimes you can get it. Uh, oh, no, sorry. I don't want to misquote him. I th- oh, yeah, bread. <laughs> he's pro-bread. Uh, uh, but some people get these burgers with just wrapped in lettuce. You can get wait, it but, so, protein style. But I want to understand why he's saying together it's junk food. Separately it's healthy, but together it's junk food. How come a burger, when I eat all the parts of a burger, separately it's fine, but when you put it together, it's j- bad for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah. Oh, he's saying like, uh, he's Dennis he's questioning he's questioning the oh, popular got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me mantra. Too. Me too. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. I hope you had fun. I had some fun. This is White History Month. We're playing white punk rock music. This is Goaty Hook on the road again. Originally by Willie Nelson. Um, nineteen ninety eight album songs we didn't write. Here it is. And adios, America. I'll sit with you through it. Kind of annoying. Christian punk. Pop punk. It's the extra salt and sugar, Coldberger Art says. Salt and sugar. That's what makes it bad. I believe that. Off the book again. Just get with the 
Please don't sing, Hank. <laughs> says no. Oh, the road. It still has a little bit of life. A lot of punk rock songs take all the heart and soul out of these songs. But this still has some funness to it. Amazing camel jockey. Music with my friends. I'll have to read your super chat tomorrow, amazing camel jockey. Jockey. Yeah! <laughs> Adios, America. Super chats tomorrow. Bye.